0: Back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris
1: and Aaron Sexton.
0: Back with us, ESPN Central Texas, and pleased to welcome in the voice of TCU baseball headed back to Omaha College World Series. Beginning on Friday, first game in the World Series this week or this year is TCU and Oral Roberts. And we welcome in Chuck Lamondola. Chuck, uh, welcome to you, and congratulations to you. Thank you, John. Great to be here. I appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, Say back a month ago, uh, what were the odds that we would be talking uh, to you about TCU going to the World (laughs) Series?
1: Well, the honest answer would be slim to none uh, if you'd ask me around... uh
0: Okay, and uh, but man, it took what a what a closing run by TCU, right? Nineteen of twenty-one, and win the Big Twelve tournament, and just continue rolling through the tournament.
1: Yeah, really a dramatic turnaround, uh, and it was led really by an offensive resurgence. You know, the very first weekend of the year, we put up eighteen against Arkansas, and we beat Vandy pretty easily, and everybody around the program was saying, "Wow, this team is really." You know, got it. But um, you know, we we had a lull in the middle of the season. Most of the most of that was due to our pitching staff was just uh, uh, kind of in a shambles, and then we went into hitting slump as well. But yeah, I mean, things really turned around when the pitching kind of settled in, uh, and then you know our hitting came back around, and you know for the last. Month and a half. It's been it's been really good.
0: Yeah, I would say really good. Was it uh, were there injuries in, as a part of that, or was it guys just you know needing to get
1: going, and they finally got going? Well, I think it was a combination, but but for the most part, you know, in the beginning of the year, we were counting on Kansas transfer Ryan Vanderhey to uh, to pitch well. He did the first week or two, and then he kind of went in a slump, and it turned out he had an injury. Uh, and so that's why he you know, struggled a couple of times uh, in, his early, in his early starts. And it really wasn't until our freshmen became part of the rotation. Cole Klecker, uh, Luis Rodriguez, who is um, unfortunately hurt right now for us, but uh, he, he became a big part of our weekend rotation during this stretch run. Uh, those guys kind of really took it and ran with it for us and we've been led both offensively and defensively by our freshmen. I mean, it's been surprising. Uh, Carson Bowen behind the plate, Anthony Silva uh, at short have been offensive stalwarts the entire season. Um, Klecker, Ben Abelt out of the bullpen has been our best and most reliable arm out of the bullpen. So it's, it's, it's been, I think the growth of the freshman class really is what has happened to us over the last month that's, that's changed the uh, trajectory.
0: Really impressive. One of the, uh, I guess the older guys for you, is a guy we know well here in Waco is Trey Richardson, transferred from Baylor to TCU. Uh, I should say power-hitting Trey Richardson, man, the way he played <laughs> in that regional against Arkansas.
1: Yeah, he's been terrific, and he's really, uh, the other thing that's happened, And and he's a real, he's emblematic of it, he took a leadership role. You know, early on after transferring from Baylor, I think he was reluctant to maybe step on, you know, Braden Taylor's toes as a leader or step on Curtis Burns' toes and and grab that leadership role. But, you know, you've probably been around Trey. You know, he's a a real outgoing kid, uh, competitive kid, and really has good leadership skills. And, you know, about halfway through, he started to really kind of assert himself. So if you watch our games now, if the pitcher gets in trouble rather than any of the coaches – Going out to the mound, it'll be Trey who will run to the mound and talk to the pitcher and try to settle them down, or you know, tell him, "Hey, let don't worry about it. Let's get the next guy or whatever." Um, but he he's been phenomenal. He, he 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 and you know Austin Davis who transferred from West Virginia have just seamlessly found their way um, into this lineup. And um, the, the other thing that's happened, and Kirk Sarlos has talked about this over the last couple of weeks, the team really has bonded um over the last month. They really have come together. And I think a lot of it has to do with um, you know, Trey starting to really kind of uh become more of a more of a vocal leader for this club. Yeah, he's
0: played well. What was the game he had? Uh did he have eleven RBIs, two grand slams in that one win over Arkansas?
1: Yeah, he had a grand slam in the first inning to get us going. Yeah and then he came up the next inning and hit another grand oh, slam. Gosh. And then he hit a two-run homer a little bit later on, just for good measure.
0: Good grief! What a game!
1: Yeah, I mean, by far and away, um, you know, a career day for him, and set a set a record for most RBIs in the game, or tied a record for most RBIs in the game. He's the first Horn Frog to hit three homers in a game since uh, I think 2012 or 13, somewhere back there. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was an it was an impressive impressive. Game for Trey.
0: Yeah, he tied the record that Shay Lear set a few years ago for Baylor out in uh, out at Stanford. Um, Chuck, what about it, it? Would you say that the way the frogs are playing right now is the way that people thought they would play all year when they were picked uh, to win the Big Twelve in the preseason?
1: Yeah, I, I think so, John. I think that that a lot of people in the beginning thought that this is the team that would be there from February fifteenth on. And it just wasn't the case, you know, for for a bunch of reasons like we talked about. Right? But yeah, I think that this is the team that uh, everybody thought. And, and quite frankly, and I'm not just saying this because I do TCU baseball, but uh, it's a team I wouldn't want to face right now. That's for sure.
0: Uh, yeah, I would say really one of the – I mean, everybody, the eight teams that are left, they're all really good. But uh, I'm not sure there's any that are hotter than TCU right now. Would you agree with that?
1: Yeah, I uh, you know maybe Wake Forest would be yeah, the only true. one I can think of true. that might be on the same level in terms of um uh being you know very hot but yeah, I mean I certainly uh, you know I think Arkansas, you know Dave Van Horn was at the end of it he said people were questioning him about the series and he said you know you're not giving TCU the credit they deserve. That team is really, really good, and they are playing great, great baseball. They beat us. It wasn't like we lost any of these games. They just beat our brains out. So, um, yeah, you know, it's all clicking on uh, on all cylinders right now. And I'll tell you a funny story. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've read this or heard this, but right about the time we were dead in the water, which was when we came back from West Virginia, and then we lost two out of three to Texas. Uh, Coach Sarlos said, "Hey, we're not gonna. You guys seem to be worried about all kinds of things besides playing baseball. So, you know what? Kind of as kind of as punishment, he said, we're gonna play the game. We're gonna play today with our uh, batting practice jerseys Yes. Yeah. So we're not even gonna wear our uniform tops. Well, they have not taken those batting practice jerseys off since then. Really? <laughs> yes.
0: It's worked. Yeah.
1: We've played every game with those batting practice jerseys on." And, of course, you know baseball players, the more we kept winning, the more the players were like, no, we're not putting anything else on it. (laughs) We looked pretty ragged on some of those TV games.
0: (laughs) That's a great story. That is great. Yeah, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So uh, it's working well for TCU. Chuck Lamondola, our guest, he calls play-by-play for TCU baseball, headed to Omaha and TCU Matched against Oral Roberts in the opening game on Friday. How about that? How about ORU making it all the way to the College World Series?
1: Yeah, and I'm really happy for them. You know, they had a really good season, and you know, they've been good for a long time, and just have never, or not in the recent past, have made the jump. Um, So I I was very happy to see them get an opportunity to um, to get to Omaha and. You know they had a good, tough road. I mean, they had to play Oklahoma State at, o, you know, at OSU, which is never an easy place to win, and um, you know, and go on the road and, and win the Super Regional. So it's not going to be an easy out come Friday afternoon for us. But I know the kid, our kids, are excited, and I'm sure their kids are uh, really excited as well.
0: Yeah, great matchup. That'll be fun. I was talking to a friend of mine earlier today, Jeter Baysden, about Omaha and how cool it is to be there. Um, Whether your team is there or not, you know, baseball fans, I think, would all appreciate a trip to the College World Series. Uh, What have you found through the years? What do you like best about being there with TCU at the College World Series?
1: Yes, so this will be my sixth trip. And um, it's funny, when I started a long time ago, 27 years ago, I vowed I wouldn't go until we went. (laughs) Fortunately, I've been fortunate enough to go. Um, it's the way that the community embraces this particular event. Um, it's a celebration of college baseball. Every restaurant you go into, there'll be, you know, banners hanging on the walls for the different teams. And you know, everybody's in a good mood because your team has made it all the way to the final eight. Um, and even if, you know, you you see the opposition, everybody's happy and smiling and laughing. And it's just the, the entire Omaha community really, really, does a great job of embracing the players and the coaches and the fans of each team. Uh, and it's just a celebration of, of college baseball. And because it lasts for, you know, 14 days, um, it's just a wonderful thing. You know, one of the ice cream shops will put up, make special ice cream for each team. So, you know, it'll be like the purple frog ice cream, but then if TCU gets eliminated, they'll cross that ice cream you know, <laughs> off the board. Right, right. can't get that anymore. So it's just a, all of those things that surround the games themselves um, really make it, in my mind, um, an event. If you love college sports, if you love college baseball, it's a great, great place to be. My wife loves to go, and she, mm. you know, she doesn't come to every game here at home, but um, she's going to fly up on the weekend to, to watch watch a game and. Um, she said the same thing to everybody that asked. She said, you know, it's just great. You, you should go once in your lifetime, even if your team isn't there.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. That is great. Well, man, congratulations to you. Really happy for you. Uh, tell Trey we said uh, good luck, and we're happy for him also. And uh, good luck to the Frogs in Omaha.
1: Thank you very much, John, and I look forward to seeing you again soon.
0: Same here. I appreciate it. Chuck, thanks very much. Chuck Lamondola, play-by-play voice for TCU baseball, and TCU opens the College World Series Friday, one o'clock Central Time, against ORU. That's the first game of the entire World Series, and uh, TCU is there for the sixth time. As Chuck said, they were there in 2010, and then 14 through 17 made uh, four straight appearances. Haven't been since 2017, but back this year. TCU representing the Big 12. They're waving the Big 12 banner. They're the only Big 12 school that's there this year.
1: Yeah, and having having a heck of a year in athletics, they aren't are. they? In
0: athletics, yeah, yes. that's a good point. That's yeah, a really good point.
1: Played for the national championship in football, and now they get the same chance in
0: baseball. Yeah, that's a great point. And basketball went to the NCAA tournament also. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, really good there. All right, so uh, TCU Oral Roberts, uh, the first game on Friday. Florida and Virginia follow at 6 p.m. on Friday. Saturday, it'll be Wake Forest versus Stanford and LSU versus Tennessee. Tennessee got by Southern Miss to win that uh, Super Regional uh, that ended last night as well.